J.M. and the A.M. on a Monday. Big piece of news came out of Europe yesterday that I'm sure some people in this audience appreciate how big the news is, and other people in the audience may have rolled their eyes <laughs> because of recent activity in the world of international baseball. Uh, the state of Israel, our beloved country, Israel, is going to be one of the uh, six teams at the 2020 Tokyo Olympics in the sport of baseball. This all happened because, again, of the recent activity uh, and the recent victories of the uh, of Team Israel. Jordi Alter is with us live via telephone from Israel. He is the uh, vice president of the Israeli Association of Baseball, head of the baseball Amutah of Beit Shemesh, and he's with us live via telephone. Jordi, welcome back to JM in the AM. Good morning, Nathan. It's nice to be with you again. And I got chills down my spine just as you're telling it over that we're going to be in the actual Olympics in Tokyo this summer. The whole thing, Great feeling. The whole thing is so hard to believe, I'll tell you. Uh, in this run, I know there were since we last spoke, there were really two sets of games that were important to get to this point. The first one, that was, that was the one in Germany, or the more recent one was the one in Germany? So, so we, when we first spoke, we were in Bulgaria in July. Right. So that was, that was a B-pool tournament. We had to win in Bulgaria and then win in Lithuania to uh, move up to the A-pool, which then was in Germany two weeks ago. And All that's, right. uh, that's where we were able to qualify to make it to the Olympic qualifier, which was in Italy last week. So the first, uh, the first step, the way it was described to us, you know, was reasonably, I don't want to say it was reasonably expected that Team Israel would win, but there was a good shot, good chance. And then in this uh, in this round, the European round, as you just described it, uh, there were some tough teams. There were some difficult teams for Israel to deal with. And yet yesterday, they emerged victorious. They came out on top, and they're going to actually be heading to the Olympics, which is amazing. Wh- which were the toughest games of the last week or so? Which were the toughest games for Team Israel? So two weeks ago in Bonn, Germany, where we had to qualify for the Olympic qualifier, um, the, we had a game with Germany that was, was, the, was, the, was the real nail-biter nail of that tournament for us. And uh, we ended up winning that game in the last inning. And, and, uh, and it ended up propelling or affecting the Germans so much that they actually didn't even qualify for the Olympic qualifier. They failed to make it out of their own country, which was – there was some uh, – some gratification there for some, our some, players with some, regard to that. Some symbolism, some symbolism some, that Israel absolute, prevented absolutely. Germany from advancing on the world stage. Absolutely, it was some yeah, it was some minor minor victory, extra victory there for us as well. Um, so then, once we proceeded from that tournament, th- that tournament, five teams proceeded to the Olympic qualifier this past week in the league. So we needed to be in the top five out of twelve. And we had fairly decent expectations that we would be one of those five teams. Um, but this last week in Italy, we, ha- we had to face uh, Italy itself and the Netherlands, which is a European powerhouse. They've won the last 20 years of the European Baseball Championship um, or something like that, um, and Spain. So we had to face those three teams in addition to the Czech Republic and South Africa. Um, the first three games that we faced were our biggest uh, opponents, Spain, um, uh, the Netherlands and Italy, and we won all three of those games. Which begs the question: How? Well, uh, the the process began about two years ago when our our president Peter Kurtz, who had this dream uh, that this could be done, started um, reaching out to 
players that have played for us in the World Baseball Classic, as you remember, two and a half years ago, yeah. um, and identifying people that were willing to make Aliyah, the guys that were willing to come to Israel, apply for citizenship, get citizenship, and you know get their passport, which is the requirement to participate in the, these two tournaments, as well as in the Olympics as well. And it became... It caught on. You know, once a few guys joined on, uh, many more joined on. And we ended up bringing over the last year, uh, I believe, 18 guys. 18 guys came in Aliyah in the last year and a half as a result of trying to, you know, get into this tournament. Unbelievable. And some names that we really recognize at this point, right? Yes, we have uh, we have guys with major league experience. Danny Valencia played eight years in the major leagues um, with eight different teams. Uh, Ty Kelly, um, those are guys that you know the New York audience will certainly uh, recognize. Yeah. Uh, there are other players. John Moscott, who pitched for the Cincinnati Reds, unfortunately his injury uh, shortened his career. Um, Zach Weiss also pitched uh, very briefly with the Cincinnati Reds. But there are many other players that uh, that are either currently in in the minor league system or an independent ball playing on very very high level. Uh, is Ike Davis on this team? No, Ike is not on this team. And and what about the pitcher? Um, the pitcher who did really well uh, the last time around. Um, I'm not sure in the WBC or yeah. earlier this summer. So in early in WBC this summer we had in the WBC. I'm trying to remember yeah. who Josh not, uh, was not, it Zern or Oh Josh Zide Josh Zide Josh Zide Josh Zide actually retired from baseball about two years ago. He's living in. I believe in Texas. Are I mean, any are any of the people taking up residence in Israel, or any of them actually either living or thinking of you know owning two homes on the globe? Wanting one <laughs> one of them being in Israel. So we have so four of our players are Israelis. Um, Shlomo Lipitz. That's a, a separate story. Which let me. I'll get back to that in a second. But Shlomo Lipitz um, and Tal Erel um, are two of our two of our. Um, Players that are Israelis that are you know were born, born and bred Israelis. There are two others. Um, in addition to our uh, right fielder um, uh, Jeremy, I can't his name escapes me right now. His last name, which is really bad. Um, <laughs> but he is he he actually just currently moved to Tel Aviv and is playing. Is actually will be participating in our leagues and also is looking to make his life you know settle down in in in, in Israel. And Avi Siegel lives in Israel, right? Avi Siegel, who? Wasn't Avi Siegel a pitcher, one of the people that played in this tournament? Am I wrong about that? Yeah, no, 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 Avi Siegel, although we do have somebody uh, playing for us in Israel saying Avi Siegel, but not... Uh, ah, not so he, he played in Israel, but not in this... That's strange. I thought I read an yeah. article yesterday about he, he was one of the keys to this team. That's hilarious. Must have been about a different team. Yeah. <laughs> Must have been. Yes. <laughs> but I do want to tell you, I want to, I want to share one, one, one little tidbit story with you. This Shlomo Lippitz, who yesterday, I don't know if you saw the game, but he pitched the last out. Yeah. Shlomo Lippitz is a 40-year-old guy who's been playing, in, in, born and bred in Israel, and um, he, you know, he actually lives in New York now. But he plays. He's played in thirty tournaments for us over the years. Thirty different tournaments since the time he was twelve years old. Right. And he's he's sort of the you know the old guy on the team, but he's the the bridge between the new Olim and you know the the Israeli players. And uh, the the management system or the the coach the coach went out to get the the 
pitcher who was pitching in the eighth inning, the game was a shortened game because it was because we won by more than ten runs. He went in to take out the pitcher and brought in Lippitz to pitch the last uh, to get the last out of the game, which was very very meaningful for all of us here who know him really well. And uh, you know, to give him that cover was was amazing. Very cool. All right, Jordy, two things that you got to do with me here. Jordy Alter, vice president of the Israeli Association of Baseball, with us, Mazaltov to the entire team and organization. This was a long road, everybody. You have no idea how long this road was to become qualified as one of the six teams for baseball at the Olympics in Tokyo coming up in July. First of all, as I'm staring at the number 71 in synagogue this past Shabbos, because we have a big scoreboard that reminds us how many years it is since Hakamat Medina, uh, yep. I'm, I'm saying to and of course all this is going on, and everyone's curious you know, what's happening, um, uh, in the tournament and, and knowing, you know, once we find out what happened after Shabbos, knowing that Sunday is going to be the key. Um, so I'm looking at this and I'm saying to myself, wow, you know, I don't know how many people get how significant this is. And the 72nd year of the state of Israel, our beloved country of Israel, uh, we are, we are at this point on this world stage. You know, sometimes we say it, (laughs) sometimes we say it when it comes to our own kids' schools how we can't believe mm-hmm. how, how we can't believe how serious and important the whole sports scene is, but it's a reality. Right. And when it comes to international uh, diplomacy, international standing, we we all know how important the sports scene is. What would Tal Brody? I'm sure someone got a quote from him say about what happened yesterday. What would some of the leaders uh, in both sports and politics of Israel say about? What happened yesterday? I, I, I would guess it's not lost on everybody associated with Team Israel just how significant yesterday was in the history of the state. Yeah, I, I think it's a very interesting point. And actually, Tal Brody was introduced to some of our, our Olim. All the Olim, when they came, spent two weeks here. And then one of the groups they brought to, you know, to, to meet with Tal Brody because of the significance that he holds you know, for, the, you know, for this country. Um, also, one of the, you know, to further add to the significance of it, um, when we were in, in Bonn three weeks ago, uh, on, we did a Shabbat dinner together with everybody, and I brought halot and I brought wine, and and it was happened to be the day after the yard site of the the forty seventh year of the um, Munich uh, terrorist attacks. Right. Um, you know the, the the killing of the of the yep. eleven Israeli athletes, and you know many of the players in the room, you know, had only heard about the story, you know, slightly some knew more about it, but they really appreciated the significance of this. And I think that's also an amazing connection that, you know, that we have as a team going to represent Israel. Um, you know, and obviously that's going to come up as well you know, in discussion and conversation yeah. over the next uh, many, I, many months. I mean, the legacy, memory, and, and tradition of every athlete in Israel's history is now on the sol- shoulders of these guys. And I, of course, would make the mm-hmm. argument that the, the legacy and history of the Jewish people is on the shoulders of these guys. I mean, I, and I know that you have a unique That's a group. a lot of pressure. It's a lot of pressure, <laughs> and I know you have a unique group that gets this. I know they get it. I saw a documentary. I know they get it. And now, of yeah. course, part two to all of this. All of us, as you can imagine, Mr. Alter, all of us yeah. <laughs> ran to our calendars once, Wik- mm-hmm. once Wikipedia yeah. told us when the tournament starts at the Olympics yeah, uh, and yep. to, to see what the, you know, the, we're all dreaming right now. We're all dreaming yeah. that we're in that stadium yeah. with Israeli flags. So, you know, Jews around the world are in that stadium with Israeli flags when all this goes on. And, the tur- and you made an interesting discovery. Yeah, and, the, and of course, well, the tournament begun, begins on Erev Tishabov <laughs> Wednesday. Right. So I right. want to tell you something. Before we discuss the nuts and bolts of this, I want to tell you something. 
knowing you and your uh, administrative staff and the team and knowing and knowing how they feel about their role on the public world stage watching them take off their caps for the national anthem and have kipot underneath watching you read megillah on purim in the dugout watching you arrange for people to say kaddish who need to when 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 kaddish takes the uh, precedence over the game that's you know coming up and different things that people could see in the heading home documentary i am telling you there's no such thing as coincidence that this starts mm-hmm. on Erev or on Tishabov, depending on the schedule, and that the team right. and the team has an opportunity, you know, on the mm-hmm. world on the world's you know, it, you know, if the rabbis and great Torah giants of the nineteen sixties and seventies insist that Sandy Koufax was quote unquote Kona Olam Haba with his one act, mm-hmm. even though I promise you he ate that Yom Kippur and I promise you he, <laughs> you know, whatever else he was doing. But but because mm-hmm. because he made a statement he would not play on Yom Kippur. If in fact that's the case, then today, as difficult as it is for some Jewish leadership to come to grips with this, today in 2020, next season, when this is happening on Tisha B'av, and I know the team's going to make us proud and and in some mm-hmm. way commemorate that, then I think this, it, with the same attitude that 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 Jewish religious leaders had toward Kofax, they got to wake up and have the same attitude toward this team because I know that this is not a coincidence, Mr. Alter. And I'm sure when you saw mm-hmm. this, I'm sure when you saw this, it was the first thought that came to your mind. For sure. For sure, absolutely. And and the ironic thing is the schedule is such that the the game, the first day the game is scheduled in the afternoon on, on, on uh, Tisha B'Av Eve, and the second game is not scheduled till eight, 7 o'clock the next night. So it's sort of, you know, that... There's no coincidence there as well, but uh, the, the, the meaningful part about being there around that time, and I juxtapose it my own personal experience from being last time in the dugout reading McGill, you know, McGillis Esther, and now I'll be reading McGillis Echa. Right. It's sort right. of really, you know, a little chilling. And people are, um, people are already pointing out on social media how you're going to be reading Echa there. So you're telling yeah. me already we know, you're telling me already we know 10 months in advance that if, mm-hmm. if, in fact, I or thousands of others would be in that stadium, we'd have an opportunity to be at the game before the fast. And for, the, and for those of us who don't mind Tisha B'Av afternoon, you know, walking into the stadium and ending the fast at the game, we'd be able to be – we'd be able – that's unbelievable. I mean, you, you, have, you have just changed the attitude of hundreds of people <laughs> who, who have been in touch with me about being in Tokyo next summer. Uh, so it did a lot to change my attitude when I discovered that as well today. So that was an important piece for me because I was wondering how am I going to how am I going to justify watching and being involved in a baseball game on Tisha B'Av night? You know, so you know there are sacrifices and things that you do along the way here to make this work right. on Travis and whatever. It's right. complicated. But uh, this was another thing. I was like, oh my god! But then I looked at it a little bit more carefully, and I realized that this is the way it worked out. Yeah, the so. the Wednesday night obviously being much more sensitive than 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 the hours we get right. to toward the end of the fast. Um, right. uh, do you have any idea what day the final is? Do you have any idea what day the actual championship game is going to be played? It is going to be played on on August eighth, which is Motzei Shabbat. It it literally um, will be after Shabbos. Literally, part of the game will definitely be after Shabbos. Unbelievable! Well. I'll tell you, unbelievable. You can't, you can't well, make, you can't make this stuff up. You cannot make this stuff up. I'll tell you. The only, compl- the only complication is it'll be in Tokyo, which will be twelve hours, uh, 
time difference between your 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 listenership. So that no, might, I get I, I get that, but those of us who want to be there, if Israel's in That's it, right. you're, you're telling me yeah. that by the time we get to the second half of that game, you could actually be at the game. That's correct. Yes. Unbelievable. Yes. Unbelievable. Yes. I'll tell you. Yeah, we got a lot. We got a lot of work to do before then, and uh, we already started tackling it, and uh, you know, getting everybody on board and understanding exactly. The country here is so shocked by this whole thing that the Olympic Committee actually called us a couple of days ago and said we have to meet once you get back, even before we qualify. Because they don't, they don't conceive of the idea of now having to fly forty extra people right. there, which is a, they're so thrilled about. But now right. we're going to have a huge delegation marking it. Not usually our, you know. You know, two or three or four athletes that participate, you know, we're going to have a very big delegation. I mean, so for, for, God's, for God's sake, it's a team. It's a whole team. Yeah, it's a, it's a team with support staff and coaching and everything. You know, it'll be close to 40 people, which will be impressive on its own. All right. I, I'm telling you, this is a – now that what you've revealed to us about the schedule makes this thing so unbelievable. I'll tell you, just unbelievable. I um, – I knew it. I yeah. knew it the second I discovered it that this is going to be an unbelievable opportunity uh, for yeah. people to, to to represent the Jewish people in a in a glorious fashion. You know, I, Jordy, I'm going to share with you something I've shared with a lot of people off the air over the last few days. Um, it, it, years ago, and I remember Mayor Weingarten and I discussing this on the air years ago. I happened to watch an interview in Israel. Um, mm-hmm. somebody who wants to bring the Olympics to Israel in 2048, the 100th birthday of the state of Israel. And, right. and, it's, and, and it was so far-fetched. The whole thing was so yeah. far. I, I think it's an unbelievable idea, and I loved it. But anybody I would speak to about it said, it's so ridiculous to even consider, mm-hmm. to even consider that it could happen. I am telling mm-hmm. you, if you analyze carefully what's happened over the last 10 years or so, it, it, yeah. it's, it's not such a crazy it's idea. Hot. It is not Listen such a crazy idea. The existence of the state of Israel 73 years ago was impossible and crazy, you know? Yep. So, uh, you know, to think that that, that such, it seems like a minor thing compared to that, and with the constant growth of this country and the amazing infrastructure and everything else that continues to happen, there's nothing that, uh, nothing that we can't do. Um, and that's, you know, a tribute like I you know, began with. You know, Peter Kurtz had this vision two years ago. And, you know, it was only because of all the effort put in there that we we're actually able to do this. And, you know, nobody would ever believe that we could get to this point. What a vision. Uh, what a vision. Just amazing. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Listen, Ber- yeah. best regards to the team. Uh, we are so proud and we cannot wait. And, and I think you said it to me yesterday. Someone else said it to me yesterday that now we get to talk about this for the next 10 months, which is pretty cool. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And uh, and I would love to uh, come back, you know, with you whenever, you know, and then. You know, keep you up to date on what's going on with the team, and uh, you know, keep it on everybody's uh, mind. Yeah. I think that's really, really important. Are you, are you uh, kidding? You have, you have an you have an open invitation here anytime. Are you kidding? We'd love those thanks. updates, and and uh, and now and now we'll watch those uh, baseball tickets for Tokyo go way up in price. That's for sure. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> that's right. And now we have to now we have to build some fields here in in Israel also. That's... Then we have to take up you know advantage of these opportunities. What did our, what our fr- did our friends from JNF react to all of this? Or they're one of the few baseball partners you have in Israel. Well, JNF, listen, they've been our partner now for years, and they're they're waiting for us to break ground here in Beit Shemesh, and we're very, 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 very close. Bezat Hashem, and that's going to happen very soon. And uh, we're still looking for you know some fun funding, and right. um, but I think this will be a huge help um, in in getting that from both privately and hopefully from the government as well. No question about so, it. No question about it. 
Um, you know, I mean, as you, I mean, there, there's certain people on uh, associated with certain major league teams that have a tremendous yeah. soft spot for Israel. So I hope that that goes a little better for you guys, and and uh, yeah, and you're able to get everything you need. We haven't found that soft spot yet, and right. we've met with many of them, but we're hoping that this will uh, right. again be the uh, thing that helps as well. Jordy, thank we'll you, thank you, and Mazel Tov. Thanks, Nachum. It's always a pleasure to speak to you, and uh, have a great day, and thanks again. You got it. Uh, Israel's in the Olympics. No joke. The Israel base. I'm telling you folks, if you read up on this, you'll see just what kind of road this was. A, a miraculous road. Jordy Alter, Vice President of the Israeli Association of Baseball, and I thank him.